let me give you an example. So mm-hmm. I, I dated someone who, who, for whatever reason, I mean, I guess her background or whatever, she was used to seeing, you know, women as head of household. So mm-hmm. it was very tough for her to let me be a man. And I have, I, I have no tolerance for that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, when I'm in relationships, like I'm the man and that's it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need you to challenge me at every turn. Talk That Talk with your hosts, Toya Burris and Brooks Nelson, as we cover hot topics impacting the plus-size community in our new podcast by Shapely, The Way In. Let's discuss the things that matter most to people like us. Are you ready to weigh in? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Brooks Nelson with my co-host, Toya Burris. What's up, Toya? What's up? And uh, we're kicking it off. First episode in 2021. So happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. (laughs) New bitch, new energy. (laughs) (laughs) Good vibes only in 2021. We're hoping it it fares a lot better than 2020 did. We can only pray. Um, But yeah, I mean, we're still rolling. We're still rocking. And uh, we got another exciting episode for you guys today. So we're really looking forward to getting, uh, getting started. So tell people what we're talking about today, Brooks. Today, we're talking about toxic relationships Mm. and primarily how we want to kind of leave those toxic relationships in the past, leave those in 2020 and move forward. Like I said, good vibes only. You know, we're not going to be hanging on to people that don't have our best interests in mind. Um, So we just want good, healthy relationships moving forward. Um, So, yeah. I mean, (laughs) this should be an interesting episode. Um, I want to get your opinion first as far as like, uh, well, first of all, hold on, hold on. Let's let's backtrack a little bit because, you know, (laughs) first of all, it's been a couple weeks. So, you know, how have you been and what you've been on? So I've been pretty good. I actually just came back from Rhode Island. Um, I went on a little vacation this week, this past week. that was really cool. I've never been to Rhode Island before. And it was just really a different experience. It's a totally different environment. You know, that whole New England vibe. Oh, if you love lobster and like seafood, ugh, Rhode Island's the place to be for stuff like that. Um, it What sucked a little bit was like a lot of the restaurants were like, there were restaurants that like closed seasonally in general. And then there were restaurants that they were just like not doing dining. So it was like kind of hard to find a place that was still doing dining. And then it was like a lot of restaurants there, like their days were weird. Like, I guess maybe if they worked, they were open over the weekend, then they would, they would be like closed on a Monday or like, I don't know, like their days off were weird. Like it would be like in the middle of a week, like they're, they'll have a day off on Tuesday and me and I would be like, what the fuck? Like, we really want this. This lobster roll, bro. <laughs> right. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, everything's like wacky now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, a lot of the spots I like to go to, they close early or you're like, you know, you show up and it just, I mean, you just can't be served at that time. So it's, it's really crazy right now. But you'll be surprised. Like we went to IHOP in Rhode Island. And let me tell you, I haven't been to IHOP in so long. And I guess the equivalent of IHOP um, in the South would be the, what, the Waffle House or whatever the name we, we have plenty of IHOPs. In you do house. have IHOP, right? Because I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So we went to IHOP and I haven't been to IHOP in dumb long. So let me tell you, why was the best service I, I at the IHOP? Like the pancakes was as usually bomb and the service, the girl, like she was great. And they were all just very cognizant, like, especially with COVID, like just their overall demeanor, like, you know, wearing their masks, not trying to be too close, um, enforcing their own protocols. And, you know, I just want to give a shout out to that road, to that IHOP in Rhode <laughs> Island. No, no lie. Like that shit, it's really crazy how like the best experience was like a large chain. <laughs> I hear you. Brand, you know. Next time you come to the South, I, I would recommend Cracker Barrel. Mm. I, I don't care what nobody say. Cracker Barrel is always on point for me. So that's my breakfast spot of choice. Yeah. When I come back to ATL, we're going to go to Cracker Barrel then because <laughs> I have never, I know I've heard of it and a lot of people that I know have been before, but I've never been. So I'll put it on my, I have lists on Yelp, like Rhode Island, I started a list. And when I go back, I'm going to like add a few places that we didn't get to go to, like especially yeah. that we had on our list because they were closed seasonally. So um, I'm going to like put places down at ATL that I want to go to. And if you, I have a list from my boss's cousin who lives down there and her list is crazy. So I was like, dang, let me make her list my list. <laughs> right. right. You got to gather experiences from other people. That, that, that says up the best. Yeah. Trips. But um, it was good. It was good to bring the new year in, in a new place and, the views was really nice. It was just different. It's to me, it was like, I always felt like that's how people should live. I know that we all come from, I come from a large city. I've grew up in a large city and I never felt like, even though I'm a New Yorker, I never felt like this place was my home. I think I prefer, I like space, you know? So that was nice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. My, my, my new year's, um, I mean, it was it was very chill. I actually didn't make it to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> you fell asleep. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was knocked out. I, like somebody woke me up and was like, you know, like ten minutes before, and I, I said Happy New Year and went right back to sleep. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was out. I mean, it's been a long week for me, but uh, it was cool nonetheless. You know, I'm I'm very comfortable just chilling um, right now. You know, New Year's. I've always been, you know in the club and whatnot really but i'm off that yeah i've always i mean i've always went to some somebody's party somebody's club for new year's and i'm pretty much off that now so i'm good <laughs> me too i'm i'm definitely off clubs like i'm not into it and i'm not into like the whole the whole culture of like don't get me wrong i'm a new yorker i love yes i do like to floss but like I think I'm kind of outgrowing some of those things. Like I don't care about bottle service and smoking hookah and all that shit. Like I don't care about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't think I've ever cared about that. I just like being around people and having fun, but yeah, I, mm -hmm. I think I've just moved on from that part of my life. Um, yeah. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to hear your opinion about today's topic and um you know, how you plan on eliminating these toxic relationships? Well, um, I think I mentioned before that in the past that I personally was in a relationship that wasn't um, that great. Um, it, there were good times and bad times, but when it got bad, it got bad. And um, 
it just took me a long time to get out of the situation because we were like at that point so deeply involved and um you know we had children and stuff together so you know i i would advise people that if you're seeing signs as far as um and when i say signs just like you know you try to make different things work and they're not working like you you offer to go to therapy or you you just try to do things and it's the other person or you're not just finding um a common bat like a common ground and you just at this impasse where it's like you're just basically two ships passing at night you you really need to evaluate um that person's um role in your life and and whether or not you want to keep them around because sometimes I feel like for me personally, um, the fact that we stayed together was so long for so long was not necessarily good for me, even though I would say at the same time that I did learn so much about myself. And um, I think that there was good things that came out of that toxic relationship, (laughs) which, you know, people would be like, well, how, but and, you know, just out of respect for that person, I don't, I wouldn't get too deep into it. But I will say that I definitely feel like in my relationship with that person, I did discover my confidence and self-esteem within myself. And um, I really believe that if I didn't go through <laughs> all that trauma, <laughs> which is sad because it's like almost like I feel like it's self-inflicted as well. But like it just took me a long time just to like discover my self-worth if that makes sense most definitely i think that well for me these days um i don't i don't participate in any toxic relationships (laughs) at all like across the board right no i mean well okay i'm gonna preface this statement by saying that like i i don't have any like love connection type toxic relationships you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like with with you know any women i'm dating or really i i just i don't have the tolerance i can't once i once i see like the toxic behavior in the early stages i'm not gonna let that grow into something that is gonna you know hurt me long term i'm just I, i'm gonna nip it in the bud immediately so i i don't i in my adult life like and i'm a, when i say adult life i mean like post-college I don't think I've had any, you know, real toxic relationships because when I see that type of behavior or that impact on my life, I just, I get rid of them immediately. That's Mm. just, I want to say, like when I was in college, I remember being in relationships um, or, or dating women that, you know, I was going through it. Like I'm going through it. Like I got to call somebody and talk to them about this and it's just like I was stressed out I, I was more stressed out about women in college than I was my actual schoolwork like the reason I was in college wow <laughs> to begin with. that's crazy being more stressed out about women than I was my school I mean the school was like easy uh in comparison to you know what I had going on with you know whoever I was dating it was always something and um you know I think that kind of helped me now because I know what to look for and when I see it, I know immediately, okay, this ain't what I need. This is not what I want. And it's out of there. I don't care how much, I, I don't care how fine you are, how much I like you, how much, you know, we have fun together. Because that's how it is. When the, the most toxic people, man, 
the good times, when you have good times with them, they're it's really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Get you in there because when it's good, it's really be good. Like popping. Like, <laughs> you be like, yo, I love this person, yo. <laughs> I can't live without them. <laughs> right. But when the when they're bad, man, it's bad, bad. Oh, man. And that's what, you know, you know what I told a family member in my situation? And I know this is fucked up, but I was like, yo, I was like, it's sad because me and that person were together for like damn near 10 years. And it's unfortunate because I would like legit be like, yo, it wasn't a great relationship because if you were together for 10 years and let's say like maybe the two years was good and then the <laughs> and the other, you know, seven or eight years was terrible. That was a bad relationship when you do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's 20%. I mean, you need more than 20%. Exactly. <laughs> So, we always get into the numbers, right? <laughs> right, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I just, I, I just have to eliminate those early. Now, friendships is different for me because I just feel like, I mean, most of the time I've known these people way longer. I'm talking like 20 years or something, and then, you know, you get to a point where you're like, we're just not on the same page anymore. You know, they don't want better for themselves, and it's hard to leave people behind that you know, you have this, such a connection with, you go so far back with, it's like, I mean, you're almost like brothers with this person. It's like, it's just hard saying like, you don't want it. You don't want the same things for your life that I, I mean, I want better for you than you do that. I mean, that can't be the case. And, and, you know, I'm happy you said that, but that, is that really toxic when, because when I think of like toxic, I think about people who are just um, they have certain behaviors or the way that they deal with things. It's um, it, it 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 takes a toll on your on you emotionally, mentally. It's like in a negative way. They're not dealing with whatever the the situation is um, properly, right? So versus like in that case, what what you're talking about is like sometimes you know you have people that you may have, like you said, you grew up with and they may not be as ambitious as you or driven as you. And um, I wouldn't necessarily say that they're toxic. I would just say that, that yeah, like they are not driven like me. I would recognize that, note it and be like, okay, well, I know I'm not gonna talk to you about all these moves I'm making, all these things I'm doing because you may not necessarily understand it. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when when I say when I say when I brought up that point, I'm I mean like friends that are consistently getting in trouble, you know, mm. issues that they expect you to help them get out of. So and you the bailout, bro. These people that are having issues, like for example, I I have a friend who will not be named. I have a friend <laughs> like I can tell this person, like they'll ask me for advice, and I'll tell them like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And they'll do it and then they'll expect me to help them get out of the situation. Like, nah, like I told you not to do it. Not to do it, yeah. You knew not to get with this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you knew not to to make that move. I I told you that that wasn't what was up and and you did it anyway. And it's like that continued behavior is like, you know what I'm saying? I shouldn't be stressed out about other people's problems. Right. You know what I'm saying? Great. I can feel for you you know what i'm saying like if if my people are hurting i'm gonna hurt for them but like when i'm consistently feel like your issues are a burden for me like that's my problem then it's, it's it might be time to move on yeah 
And I, I agree with you. There are some people that are um, stuck in toxic patterns, I would say. And um, I feel like I was in there too. And I'm, I'm very happy that I did have friends like you, like, at the end of the day, you're still, you were still there. Like you're supportive, but you're like, Hey, like, I'm not going to, I'm going to support you, but I'm going to support you in a way that I think it makes sense where I'm not enabling you or encouraging you. Cause you already know how I feel about, you know, ABC, you know? And I feel like in, in my situation, I literally had, I had people who weren't for the person, but like they were supportive of me trying to make it work, but they, they also were like, Hey, I'm not really for this, but if this is what you want to do, I will support you. And whenever that person was around, they never like try to make that person feel uncomfortable or anything like that. Cause you know, sometimes those are the things that happen when you're in situations like that. Like, you know, family members may not be feeling the person no more. Friends may not be feeling. And then they, some friends, they're not mature enough to be like, Oh, well, they're going to start acting rude to them just because they don't like the stuff that they may know of, you know, that has happened. So, um, which could be a whole nother conversation, right? Like about how friends should behave. (laughs) I think all friendships, relationships, whatever should be mutually beneficial. If it's, if it doesn't benefit both of us to be in this, to have this friendship or this relationship, then, you know, at that point, it's a problem because, you know, I'm not, your guardian angel. <laughs> to applaud that right there. I'm not your guardian angel. You're like, I, 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 you're not paying me for this relationship. Right. If, if I'm not benefiting from it at some point, you know what I'm saying, at all, and it's just, um, you know, weighing me down, then at that point, I might need to cut the dead weight. That's just the way I look at it. That's relationships, you know, who you're dating you know a buddy from high school a co-worker I know people that hate their co-workers but you always out with them yeah <laughs> you always you always going to lunch with them always you know what I'm saying oh, I mean, big facts <laughs> I mean this is this is particularly like women like y'all love like hating a chick and then going out to lunch with. I will her. say the women are like the biggest diplomats ever because <laughs> they literally were like hate somebody and like you said do that for real no that's true i know chicks that do that i'm not like that but i know chicks who are like that i mean they got I mean, situations though where politically like um like i used to like we would have this thing at my place i used to work where every year they would like do they would do two free lunches every year as a thank you to um staff right and um they would host this lunch and i would like if I could avoid sitting with certain people, I would, but there were sometimes I had to make a political choice. Like, okay, let me just sit and like, you know, shoot, shoot the shit with them for a little bit just to keep the rapport there, you know, even though I didn't really care for them. You know what I'm saying? Right. That sometimes like that, that is required, um, especially in the corporate world, but, um, or just anything, like sometimes you got to deal with people that you may not um, necessarily care for and um, I don't think it makes you fake because I feel like just because you don't care for somebody or you don't like someone doesn't mean you have to go out your way to be rude or nasty to them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I, I, I would think um, I didn't feel like I was sacrificing who I was. It was more so like I knew that I was just behaving in this way because that was appropriate for the said situation, if that makes sense. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely.
but yeah i get it like some like you don't have to go to happy hour with the person if you don't care for them you know what i'm saying like to me happy hours are after hour like after hours work thing like people do on uh, like a pastime thing and that is not to me required so i think that is when people put themselves in situations where they're being fake you know i think a big problem is that people are entertained by toxicity oh brooks where they are uh, what's the sound effects (laughs) (laughs) yo we need to implement some sound effects (laughs) for real like i i've I've been listening to some other stuff and So we need to start doing that. But we're um, gonna drop some bombs because right there <laughs> is the major key right there. What say that shit again, Brooks? They, they're entertained by the toxicity. And, and what I mean by that is like I've I've worked several jobs. So I'm just gonna stay with the job theme where people will hang out with somebody and then report back to whoever else that they like to gossip with about this person. Oh, yep. He went to this, 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 and this person didn't even leave a tip or, or she didn't do this or, you know, she was talking to this dude and this dude and this dude. Oh my God. I thought she was with this guy. I mean, and it's just like, you're hanging with this person consistently. And then all you want to do is talk rep- bad about them. Yeah. And talk bad about them. Yeah. Like, so clearly you don't like them, right? right? Think that they're a toxic person. You know, you don't like their behavior. You're not a fan of it, but you consistently surrounding yourself with that behavior. Or they're they're toxic. The person doing that is toxic too. I think both, uh, most of the time, both parties involved um, exhibit some type of toxic behavior. Um, So they could probably both do without each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, and and these people, they usually, they'll never bring up what they don't like about the person to them. They're just going to tell everybody else about it. Mm -hmm. And do you think that happens in relationships too, that people... Like, do you think people sometimes um, stay in, like, relationships as well, like, romantic relationships because they enjoy that negativity and discord that happens? I think maybe they're just, they're just, they don't know anything else, you know? Mm -hmm. If you've watched your parents have a toxic relationship, you know, you've watched family members, like, that's, that's how you've grown up, so... When you're in this relationship, you think, oh, this is just how it's supposed to be. To, to keep it a buck, I really agree with that. And I think that for me, I personally felt like when I, now that I have, um, when I look back, I realized that a lot of the things that I had put up with in my relationship was because um, I also grew up in a home where um my father wasn't really the man that he should have been. And um, my mom tolerated a lot of toxic things um, and um, abuse. And, and I mean, like just emotionally or verbal abuse and um, sometimes physical, you know? So I grew up in a, I was already desensitized if that makes sense. And so like, I think I didn't realize I was in a situation until like after you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I know if a, lot, a lot of people out there, you know, I know that may not make sense to you, but imagine if you grew up in a home that that is like, you know, you didn't like it. I didn't enjoy seeing that stuff when I grew up. It was very traumatic for me. However, at the same time, because I was exposed to it early, I got used to it. 
And so I didn't even realize that I knew what I was going through wasn't right, but it was like, I didn't realize, oh, like this shit is <laughs> like abusive situation. Like this is not good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't realize it until like later on. And I wish that, um, you know, that I just had the, the mindset and the disposition I have today. Like I'm literally so different from them because now I don't tolerate anything. Like you said, like, if you see something, if I see something, I don't wait for it. I don't give other chances anymore. I'm not like, Oh, well maybe it was just that one time. Like, Nope. Yeah. You got to show me one time. I believe you, bro. Like, it don't matter what it is. And this goes for everybody in my life. Like I'm done with, I don't give second chances anymore. Like it's a one and done for me. I'm just putting that PSA out there, guys. If you want to date me, let, I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> it's a one and done with me. Like it's a dub on you. If you do some out of pocket shit. Right. I, and you know, I, and I don't mean to sound like I'm piling on women. That's just what I have experienced with as a man. Right. Right. And I have, um, I've dated before and I felt like, and I'm not trying to say I'm the healthiest person in the world as far as relationships are concerned, but. Because we all have issues that right. we need to work on as far like that's, I really believe that, that everybody has their things that, you know, haven't been addressed. So they may not even realize, you know? Yeah. But like when, when I was gonna, um, I wanted to get to the point of, I think that a lot of people sabotage themselves in relationships because they it may seem too good to be true for them and it's it's out of pocket like when they have somebody that's doing the right things treating them like they should be treated they want to stir up some chaos because that's what they're accustomed to it doesn't feel right and i wish you know and while i'm talking i'm thinking about a video i watched Mm -hmm. i watched of um it was this. It was this couple. Um, it was it wasn't a couple, but it was a it was a man and a woman, and they were basically discussing, you know, why this woman continues to pursue this toxic relationship when she had the other guy. So she had, you know, this stable guy. You know, he's good looking, stable guy, a lot going for him, but she just kept um, going back to the toxic guy. And why what, was that? What she said was, the toxic relationship makes her feel alive, like. It just felt like with the other guy, the healthy relationship, that something was missing. She couldn't quite put her finger on it, but it was like, you know, she was just dead inside with him. But the toxic guy, you know, even though they would fight, argue all the time, they would always make up at some point. And when they would make up, it was like the best of the best. It's like it's, you know, the ultimate relationship. And, And, you know, that's crazy because I'm just thinking about like if I had if that if I was that woman and I saw that or heard that video like heard myself, because I'm so um, I feel like I I'm very introspective. Like I always take time. I look at myself. You know, I don't know if everybody does that, but I do. And I would have peeped right away. Like yo, I just said that I feel alive when I'm in these crazy situations, and I'm like that would have clicked in my head like, yo, something's deeply wrong with me. Like, <laughs> like right. I would have been like, yo, like what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> that yeah. is crazy. Exactly. I, yeah, I just, I just think that kind of people are just like chasing, chasing a high with these toxic relationships. They, it's like, it's something that these toxic people do. It's like they set off, uh, what's it called in your- in your Dopamine? 
maybe that's what it i i'm not sure <laughs> but i think they're just setting this off this this reaction that just it does something to people it like stimulates their their mind and just takes them to another place and they just can't get enough of it because it's the only way that you can explain why somebody knows something is bad for them and they just continue to go back it's like just this high you're constantly chasing you know yeah. to put up with all these lows because you know if you get that high again it's going to be amazing as opposed to the the healthy relationship that's kind of just like monotone it's kind of more like an even keel not many peaks and valleys just you know consistent yeah but then you know and I, I get that too like if you're looking for some excitement there's plenty of things that you can do to get have excitement with your partner but like you like intentionally getting into fights with your partner or stuff like that like something seriously like you're disturbed like that's not that's not the way to get excitement and and um respectfully you know that's a new thing now i respectfully right. <laughs> would like to say all right that is not the way to get excitement there's plenty of things you two can go rock climbing bungee jumping and you need some like damn near life threatening experiences that are somewhat safe you can do all those things <laughs> together right. and have some excitement instead of like you know throwing knives and pots and plates at each other like come on i think the just the the risk you're putting yourself in by continuing with these relationships is just it's just not worth it at the end of the day i mean it's not for women i mean you literally could lose your life over over these type of relationships mm -hmm. um, you know a, a lot of these dudes like they all it takes is one day for them to take it too far um, yeah and women too and, i, and, I and, watch and, so much true client crime stuff where it'd be like women or men who are in like they're not in good relationships with their partners and they finally snapped and you know killed the person it could easily just escalate into that and that's why it's like it's just not i don't know why people get excited about or why people entertain that type of stuff because it's dangerous you know human emotions are dangerous right and, and even even if like if you're a man and you know i've heard over the course of the last few years plenty of guys that know they shouldn't be dealing with a woman anymore and then at some point they have a child with that woman. So now, oh God, flexibility. Now yeah, you don't even have any flexibility with the relationship anymore. Like you're locked in for the rest that of your person. Yeah, years. But I mean, if you got a child together, like y'all are forever going to be tied together. So yeah, you still got to see this this person like graduations and when your child gets married, you got to see them again. I mean, I hope by then you're old, completely over it, but like, they won't but, be. They you won't know, be. some people, they do carry that energy on for a long time. And I really feel bad for people like that who still feel um, some type of um, contempt towards somebody and be like 20 years. Like I couldn't imagine like, I don't, I know I don't feel that way about my ex. Like, I don't, I'm, whatever happens with him, I'm like happy, like, oh, you did this, that's great for you. Like, if whatever I hear, cause we don't talk, but like, if I hear something, I'm like, oh, that's awesome for him. I'm happy for him. I'm not like mad or have any malice towards this person. Like, I want the best for this person. It's like, 
you know what i'm saying because yeah and maybe because like we also have a, we have children together and maybe that's why i feel that way but i know people who have children with people like this is a person you once love and you hate them that much that you don't want the best for them like come on yeah I, and i think i i just want to um clarify for me at least i think that people can be their relationship can be toxic without the actual people being toxic like so y'all coming oh yeah as a union yeah a bad mix like y'all's chemistry is explosive in a good way and a bad way but more often in a bad way so you guys you part ways and y'all can be healthy without each other um so i don't want to like label people as just like to toxic people all the time um because sometimes it's just you know two people it's like players on a team or something like they don't work out together they they don't mesh well but then they go their separate ways and their stars you know they take off yeah but i think i don't know if even though like and you would think that it could be the situation but i because relationships require people um it's like you know that saying like people say oh like it's, it's it's business it's not personal well it requires people being involved so it becomes personal <laughs> like, so right. it's like i feel the same way about like even though i get what you're saying i kind of disagree because it's like someone is toxic in the situation and may they may not be toxic with everything but in that situation the way they're behaving it they're they're being toxic and so that's why the situation is toxic well, yeah, but I mean, you don't think that it's something that that person is is doing that sparks that type of. It could be. I usually I think that um, it's. I, I I'm a firm believer that um, in relationships there needs to be accountability on both sides, and I mean across the board, like with friendships and um, even with romantic relationships. So there could be things that. Um, there could be things that someone could be doing and then sometimes a person's responding to in a way to what that person's doing in a negative way also so even though that one person is instigating the situation sometimes some people just basically stoop to the other or they fall into the the setup you, you get what i'm saying right. so, so um, let, me, let me ask you a question so okay let me give you an example so mm -hmm. i i dated someone who, who for whatever reason, I mean, I guess her background or whatever, she was used to seeing, you know, women as head of household. So mm -hmm. it was very tough for her to let me be a man. And I have, I, I have no tolerance for that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, when I'm in relationships, like I'm the man and that's it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need you to challenge me at every turn. And she went out of her way to challenge you challenged me like even in front of like friends and stuff she wanted to let it be known you know that she I guess she thought she was this alpha presence in the relationship um, um and you know she was an alpha woman but at the same time like it, you just have to understand she she wasn't understanding of where I was coming from and that led to me developing toxic traits within our relationship and and I and it was based off of that. So, I mean, you, she she'll probably tell people that I was toxic, but I don't think that I was toxic in that instance because I'm asking you for one thing and you're not willing to compromise. Yeah, and I think in that situation, like, um, 
I think that because I don't have all the details, so I feel like right, right, right. Maybe I mean, it, in it's, context, it's yeah. <laughs> so like that's what I'm saying. Like it probably, yeah. You maybe to her it appeared that you were being toxic, but it she didn't realize the role that she played too in the situation. So so you may not have, you may not have um, responded to the situation in the best way, but then she didn't realize how she instigated the situation you know what i'm saying or right. like in or um escalated to where it got to the point where you you were feeling um you were feeling devalued i guess as a as a man like you know what i'm saying so she probably oh, yeah. really didn't she probably really didn't see it and based on what you said about her like that could be I, I think what happens to a lot of women too especially women in powerful positions or um just people in powerful decisions but sometimes women could get um a little out of some women could get out of control too it's like a, a a power um high or i forgot what the term they use but it's like they they just get a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs yeah yeah <laughs> It's like they feel you like you feeling yourself, and I'm not saying you don't have a right to. I think everybody should celebrate their success and whatever. But the, celebrating your success doesn't mean like putting down other people or trying to make someone else feel lesser than to make yourself feel greater than. If that makes sense. So yeah, I mean, I told her. I said, you know, when we were kind of deciding to end it, like I, you know, I told, I said, I, I feel like you would make some guy, you know, really happy in that type of guy. I, I just think she needs a yes, man. She needs, she a needs a more, um, passive. Yeah. Man. Like there's, yeah. there are plenty of men out here. There's a pen. Of, yeah. No problem like with you running the show. Yeah. No problem. You know, she's attractive. She make good money, all that stuff. So yeah, th- these guys, Oh, take the wheel, babe. Like do your thing. Like they would love that. But I just wasn't the one. Yeah. Would you say you're more traditional in that sense as far as like um, gender roles and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's a lot of flexibility with gender roles. I mean, I'm not like, yo, you yeah. pregnant in my kitchen, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to go that far, but oh, they're like, excuse me. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not going to apologize for wanting a woman that can cook either, you know, so. And I mean, and, 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 and at the same, in the same regard, you can't get mad at a woman who might be like, and I want a man that could cook too. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I think, I think, you know, we kind of getting off the scale a little bit, but. You know, yeah, we're going to pick, we're going to pick this back up, that <laughs> this conversation and another yeah, talk. We, we, we can, yeah, we can pick this up in another conversation. But I'm writing notes. That's where the. <laughs> That's where the compromise comes in. That's where right. the if you because there's a there's a lot of women that I've seen on social media talking about, you know, why why I gotta cook. You grown, you can cook for yourself. Like that's right, right. That's I've true. seen that. Yeah. While that's true, that's not the type of that that's not the type of message you want to be sending if you're trying to find a husband. Because I don't I don't want a woman that says that. I mean, I'm not even gonna gonna sugarcoat. I don't want a woman that that thinks like that because right. If you cook, if you can cook and I can't, or I'm not as what I don't cook as well as you think I should, I'd be I'd be more than open to learning. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually I can be cooking for you when you come home. Right. If you just like I ain't cooking for you, shit. What, what, what you think I'm just supposed to be? You know, going to work, coming home, cooking for you, and just I ain't just slave. Like that's that is that's toxic behavior. Like that's not you're you're being combative for no reason. Right. I think people just need to be overall a little bit more open 
minded about just the way that our parents maybe have just because our parents did things a certain way doesn't mean that it's the best way for you or it was the best way in general you know and i think um i think in general like if i am not good at something and i realize that my partner is really good at that then i want my partner to show me how to get good at that because to me ultimately my partner and I would should be in a situation where if something happens to him or something happens to me, either one of us could pick up like quickly shift. You know what I'm saying? Where like and and not have any um breaks in the in our in the how we how we run this ship. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like Most definitely. a lot of like how I look at teams and when I build a team, people I'm working with, I try to make sure that if everybody's interchangeable just in case something happens. Like if I'm out sick, that person can easily jump in and do what needs to be done. And they don't have to, the company is not suffering because Toy is not here to do this one thing, you know? And I feel that relationships should be the same way. And, I, and I've seen um, how it can negative, negatively impact people. I've had family members who were in traditional gender role type relationships that like once their partner died, it was almost like they deteriorated because that person handled all these things. Like literally yeah. I had an aunt who her husband, he handled all the money and everything. And that's fine. I don't have a problem. Like if that was your situation, that's your situation. And if that's, and if it didn't cause an issue, fine, but it did hurt her because when he passed away, she wasn't able to do a lot of things. And I think it also just added to her depression because they were really, really close. So, um, you know, I just, I don't, I feel like nowadays people should be a lot more open-minded and flexible and just like some of these ideas that women have like, oh, like, well, yeah, he could cook for himself, but like, what if you're a bomb ass cook? But Maybe he just wants you to cook for him or like, what's the big deal? <laughs> Exactly. I think people, another thing, people just need therapy. They, they <laughs> And I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, everybody needs therapy. <laughs> when, people, when people think about therapy, they think about, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have a, a severe problem, this huge issue that you need to talk to somebody about. But sometimes you don't even realize you have problems until you sit down with somebody and talk about it. And you're like, yo, like, this has been plaguing me forever. And I never really thought about it until, you know, I started talking to somebody on a regular basis about it because yeah. behaviors that people have, like, it's just like, it's, it's past trauma that you don't even know about. Like you're not connecting the dots and that's why you need somebody to help hone in on that and, and, and kind of just hopefully, hopefully remedy that, that situation. Um, because most of the problems that we have with, you know, the opposite sex can, can easily be diffused and, and corrected if we just talk more about the situation. I'm, I've looked at my, my friends' relationships that do have healthy, the ones that are married, and all of those friends, they exhibit the same qualities. Their wives exhibit the same qualities. You know what I'm saying? When I come over to their house, their wives, and we, we watching the game, and their wives have no problem throwing some food together for me and the fellas. Like, they're not talking about y'all are grown-ass men, y'all can go to the store and get yourself something. like. They putting something together for us. And those men, they cook for their wives all the time. They mm -hmm. do 
things for their wives all the time. Because, I mean, they show appreciation. Like, you do, you rub my back or you scratch my back, I scratch yours. And it's just they're willing to cooperate. They're willing to to work together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That your boys, I know that your time with your fellas means a lot to you. Right. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you y'all space. I'm not going to be hovering over you and asking all these questions. The, the, my, my friends, they let their girls watch The Bachelor and, or whatever else shows that they're watching and, you know, had a girls they, open. They let their girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but you but I made the same point with the women though. I know, but I just think it's funny. <laughs> Cause you know somebody gonna be in the comments, you know, at five at 20 minutes in, Brooke said they let them. <laughs> I don't mean like they on a leash and he they let them. No, I'm, I know. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just 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 they got they give them their space. They give them that that. Air. Yeah, like just yes, be a man, like go do your thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah they're not talking yeah. about, you know, I don't want to watch this, turn this. Well, we gotta always have I had it. a friend, like, because you know, my my ex, he was um my ex was an alpha alpha male. So he was he moved how he moved. Or, or like I don't know if they say this in the in the South, but in New York, they say they let my nuts hang. Yeah. So <laughs> but you know what though? But you know what though? A woman with a with a with a man like that, they, they can be happy. And some some women like a man that's just super super in control and tells her where she need to be, what she need to do, what she. Some do. women do like that, but yeah, um, and it, and it I works. wasn't. I wasn't that woman. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, and, so and, that- and actually, and to be fair, like I definitely it it wasn't that I wasn't willing to. Um, I hate. I don't want to say submit. What I will say is, because I don't like that term, but I will say that um, I was willing to fall back. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there wasn't, if I didn't need to do something and he could handle it, I'm going to like let him handle it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not going to, but I like a lot of things, even in that, like I, I learned about, you know what I'm saying, as, as what he needed for you know what I'm saying because everybody every man doesn't need the same way or like love the same way so I knew for him that's what he needed like he needed to he didn't need me when he's putting something together he would get annoyed if I like was like hey why don't you look at the instructions or like it says that he didn't like that like you gotta that's the kind of person he was so you gotta you gotta pay attention to your partners and like learn learn them and and how they how they how they work because if because it's not gonna work you know what i'm saying right we, we can it have a whole work. other discussion on the word submit too uh, yeah i want to talk about that yeah we're going to talk about submission because i have a few words about that <laughs> I, but the thing about submission is you submit to someone on a daily like it doesn't matter if you have a boss you are submitting if your boss says hey i need this done by noon tomorrow you are submitting to them. You're you are in accordance with their demands, and you're gonna get it done. That's that's just what it is. You're talking about then the exchange of power, right? You right. Know. So, like, I think um, we we're gonna have to talk about this another time. We're gonna table this, but yes. I get I get what you're saying. But I would like to move on um, before and 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 just take a break on this part of the conversation about you know canceling toxic relationships in 2021 
Um, I want to like brighten up the conversation and talk about, you know, our fat excellence mention for this episode. Are you guys ready? Are you ready, Brooks? Let's get it. All right. So this, this, this episode's fat excellence mention goes out to Aronica Cole of Needle and the Bell. And she's also the blogger and creator of the Crunchy Mommy. Um, Aronica is a plus size blogger and sewist from the ATL. Shout out. That is super passionate about sewing. And um, the reason why she's our fat excellence mention is because of her relentless innovation and testing patterns and sharing her creations with people who look like her, whether in size or in color. So I just want to shout out to Aronica for providing inspiration with her posts in her stories, especially in such a super terrible 2020. <laughs> so keep it going. And thank you so much for your, like, your contribution because I appreciate it. That's what's up. And hey, we're also like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, Toy has been coming up with these um you know, the fat excellence pieces and uh, I'm going to try to contribute more. So, you know, it, it, you guys feel free to hit me up, uh, reach out to me. And if you see somebody that's worthy of a shout out, let me know. Yeah, man. Let Brooks know because I really love the fat excellence segment and um, we're still waiting for those letters for pillow talk since we're all in a, on a relationship kick lately. So um, if you have any, um, you guys, you want to send any, send us a letter or email, at um, the weigh-in at shapelyevents.com. We would be more than glad to offer you some relationship advice um, or just a point of view, our point of view. We're not experts, so don't try to sue us. Speak, <laughs> speak for yourself. Yeah, but um, we would kindly, we, we don't mind um, just sharing our thoughts on whatever your situation is. So, um, you know, get those, get those emails in guys. And, and you don't have to, if you want to be anonymous, that's fine too. We'll, or if you need us to make up a name, we'll make up a name. It's all good. We'll protect your privacy. Listen so, guys, um, uh, let me, let me say something real quick. Listen, <laughs> if the pandemic's been going on. I know you sick of your significant other. You tired of <laughs> all that stuff, you, you know, send in the letters so we can talk about this stuff. <laughs> I know, I know what's going on. <laughs> I know, I know what's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't wait to stuff back up so you can get away from them. I know. <laughs> oh man. He's like, they're not even waiting. They already slotted in them DMs. Shoot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, back to the topic. Um, I definitely um just think that. They're also, as you were saying earlier too, about um, like past things that we grew up with, you like sometimes tra childhood trauma also contributes to sometimes us as adults not handling things, not learning how to handle things the right way. So um, yeah, um, I think that's also why I feel such a huge responsibility when it comes to my daughters, even more like, you know, I, I made some bad decisions and you know, didn't, um, I think um, some of those decisions will impact some of their decision-making. So it's kind of like, I'm trying to do damage control a little bit and 
just you know reinforce like hey this is not okay and you should not accept things like this and stuff like that because you know unfortunately i wasn't always the best role model not the worst but not always the best and i think it sucks because parenting is literally like a science experiment for real like <laughs> you like you do your best with what you have if that makes sense oh for sure i can only imagine uh, you brought up the kids like do you think that like a lot of these behaviors and stuff can be um like inherently passed down oh like what through genetics and stuff yeah i mean like because i feel like some some of my parents mm-hmm qualities like you know I have not, I mean just just you know off gate like I just feel like I was born with with these qualities like you know I because- think the things like the social stuff the social the way we interact so the social skills we learned that from our parents like they're they're our first examples for everything and um I honestly feel like my mom, what she wasn't really good at was, you know, rest in peace to my mom and her, my mom was a great mom, but she wasn't really, um, she was a, was a person that internalized things and would not say anything when literally the ship could be sinking and she wouldn't tell you until like, we're damn near all in the water with a raft on like, oh shit, the sink, oh, the wow. ship. <laughs> like it was that bad so like I had to um and unfortunately even though that was something I really hated that she did um I realized that I also did it so like and then I realized that my daughter like my ex brought it to my attention that my daughter was doing it and I was like oh shit like look at that like you I didn't even realize that I had taught it to her and then even realize that I was doing it so it's a lot of things that people if I think they take the time to look at themselves and just pay attention and pay attention to your children. Like you, you really need to um, make sure that you're not passing on bad habits and you need to, and I think the best way to do that is to correct yourself. So I always feel like, you know, I'm always a work in progress and I'm just trying to be the best person I can be. And it's not easy because sometimes I have things that um, I thought I was over or I moved past from and like I'm not over it because something will trigger it, you know. So I, I've accepted now that there are some things that I may not ever literally move on from, but like I don't have to let it control me if that makes sense. Most definitely, yeah. That that makes complete sense. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is. I mean, this was a very um, constructive conversation. <laughs> you know, I, I think we we. Um, we dug a little deeper than I thought we would actually. I know, right? <laughs> call, me, talk, call me Sister Felicia. Right. We, <laughs> we was out here <laughs> preaching, you know, but, but um, yeah, I think it's something that, you know, people like to talk and they need to talk about, because, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, our relationships are probably the biggest aspect of our lives. And it's very important to, you know, control and, you know, tame these relationships so that they're not getting out of control and ruining people's lives. Right. I just, you know, I think on closing, closing, closing notes, I would just say that I think that we all should be very careful about the people that we let into our spaces and into, into our lives and that we should, um, I hate to sound like, you know, like everyone else, like, you know, people like, oh, protect your peace and, but I do just believe that you should be 
just like you need to protect your temple and your and I want to say your temple your body and like watch what you eat and you know work out and take care of yourself like you should also just you know protect your um your space and your and your your um access to you you know not everyone needs to be to have access to you and um you got to be careful who you invite you know cuz some it's people crazy. you know oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's um, okay, but go ahead. It's it's crazy that you said it because I was exact. That was gonna be my exact closing statement was protecting peace. Like that that literally was gonna be what I was gonna say. But um, I had a friend, you know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about this, and you know, I was asking him, you know, when when you gonna start, you know, getting back out there again, and, and you know, what whatnot. And his comment was, he's in such a good space right now mentally. And physically, you know, he's been working on himself, but mentally, because and, and at this point, to let a woman in, anytime you let someone in, you're giving them the opportunity to potentially disturb your peace. So he said, in order to let a woman in, she would have to be so phenomenal, so outstanding that, I mean, it's undeniable. Like, you yeah. know, and like there's no question, there's no doubts about this woman. In, in order for him to let her in. So like when you get that to that place in your life, it, it just really helps. And you're not in a vulnerable state. It just helps with your decision-making and eliminating people that could potentially, you know, ruin your peace. I agree. That's, I, I think your friend is absolutely a hundred percent correct on that. And I think that's also why, like, although I'm dating, I've been very um, vigilant about, I just pay attention to, the people, how they behave, little things like things that I probably would have like pushed to the side before in the past. Like, oh, that was just, you know, maybe like, nope, I don't make excuses for people. I just go based off of your behavior. And if it's off-putting to me, the old me would have been like, I'm willing to give, I don't even give people chances now as far as like, I could just see your behavior with something else and be like, yep, I'm not fucking with it. And I mean, I have a friend, like one of my closest friends, my best friend, she's like my sister, one of my other best friends, besides Aya. And um, we grew up together and she's been that way since I've met her, like day one like this. And I think the fact that she's been this way has protected her. She's very, very careful about who she lets in her circle. You can't just get in with her. You know what I'm saying? So I think people should, they what they call it, guarded, shit then i'm fort knox in this bitch <laughs> well, so I, was, I, I i feel like everyone after a a relationship or anything is that you should take a few weeks month to months to just focus on you get right with you find some hobbies and things that you like to do and then get back out there and start finding something because once you're at peace with yourself it's easier to evaluate others you know yeah. but but if you if you don't like yourself you don't like the position you're in then you're going to take on whoever. And they're going to have whoever, and we don't even know what they got going on. So it's like, it's right. just sometimes it'd be too much. So. I hope that helps anybody out there that, you know, or gives some perspective if you're evaluating whether or not, you know, you need to like end a friendship or end a relationship or leave a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, like you said, if it's not adding value to your life and it's not 
a situation where you really have to entertain right now, then you should let it go as far as I'm concerned. Most definitely, for sure. So that's a wrap for me. Um, Happy New Year's, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Way In. Um, Of course, you could follow me at Wavy Toya on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter at Toya Do It Big. I don't know how long, Brooks, I'm going to be on Instagram. Like, it'll be there, but I don't think I'm going to be posting for a while. I think I'm ready to take a break. So... Twitter though, I'll be tweeting. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with the uh, social media break. Everybody needs one once in a while. Yeah, I get annoyed with people, so I just be like, "Ugh, I'm over this." I just, I just uninstall the apps for a little bit. That's, That's what, what I'm I- thinking of doing, like just uninstalling the app. So go ahead, press that delete button, sis. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a some Lauren Hill lyrics or something like. <laughs> Like, get right with yourself, sis. Yeah. <laughs> get right within. Yeah. Big facts. So, yeah. Happy New Year's, guys. And um, stay tuned um, for another episode in a week or so. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. It's been real. See you next time. <laughs>